up, everybody? My name's Chris Marshall with my boy, Frank G. We are the hosts of Build Your Empire podcast. Frank G, tell the people what we do. What's going on, guys? Chris and I, we talk established empires while showcasing us building ours. And we are on every Monday and Thursday, so you can stream us anywhere. We appreciate your comments and feedback. And on Thursday's episodes, we go and take a deep dive into established empires. And today, Frank G, who are we going to go and deep dive in? Today, we are deep diving a man of many talents. Many talents. Rogan. Joe Rogan. Uh, Joe Rogan. So our first podcast, uh, we said our five most influential people. And Joe Rogan was in my top five list. And he just made it. As well. Oh, was he? Yeah. Remember, that was the, I researched him. I left out paperwork at work, but I had four. He was my fifth. Oh, that, that's hilarious. I do remember that. Yeah. I remember plucking Kevin Hart out of the top five to put Joe Rogan in. And that's because I I mean, so Joe Rogan is going to be easy for me. Typically we do research. I didn't do any research just because I've listened to this man for about a year and a half daily. Uh, So like I'm pretty familiar with his career, with his earnings, what he does. And I mean, it just makes sense to to speak about him now simply because of the contract he just signed with Spotify. Absolutely. I mean, I will say though, I mean, I listen, I've followed him for a while now. I mean, he's had so many different career paths uh, or things that he does. It seems like he is a private man when it comes to his personal life and even his financial, because it seems like there is about seven different estimations about what his net worth is. Um, And no one seems to know exactly how much he was making standalone on his podcast. So in all fairness, I think that is with majority of entertainers and celebrities. Mm-hmm. Nobody really knows the network it, it, net worth. Unless in they fact, share it, yeah. Correct. In fact, when we did Drake, Drake's net worth was about 260. But then I was listening to a song today and he goes 500 mil, 500 mil and I go six. back to the six. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, wait a second. His net worth is higher. Yeah, it's usually understated, it seems. Uh, because I'm looking at... So Joe Rogan, 52 years old, um, one of the richest comedians in the entire world. I mean, he's, he's got to be number one. Yeah. I mean, and he, that's, that's due to all his ventures. That's due to all his ventures. I mean, the man, I mean, where did he start? He was, he started as a stand up, what stand up comedian. Then he went 91, to 91, I think, or, or 90. He started eight, very eight, early. 1988. He was a stand up comedian. Um, although he preferred martial arts at the time. He, that was like his thing. That was his go-to. Yeah, he, he did that in high school. Yeah, he he ended up doing Taekwondo and I think kickboxing in high school. I mean, this man also struggled a lot. He, I mean, he didn't find his parents his, were hippies. His parents were hippies. He didn't find his passion until late teens. I mean, even later, his career wasn't successful until later. And so it was the opposite of our last episode where our guest, Amadeus, found his passion in second and third grade. So it's crazy. Everyone's well, lives are different. Well, I mean, Joe Rogan, I believe he found his passion <clears throat> at 20 when he found when up he was doing stand-up. Yeah. Yes, it just wasn't, I guess, successful at the time yet. I mean, I talk to people now, and they don't know what their passion is Absolutely. at 28. I did a poll today on Instagram about that, and more people said no. They, have, they don't know what their passion is yet. No idea. So <laughs> I, I'm thankful and fortunate. Yeah, I mean, it's also... 
this story on Joe Rogan alone um, is inspiring anyway. I mean, this man has taken shots at every part of the career. I mean, yeah, he's caught breaks. Like, I mean, meeting Dana White and him and Dana White finding about how knowledgeable he is in UFC and him just somehow getting a job as a commentator. I mean, yeah, but I mean, this was this was back when UFC was absolutely nothing. It was it was and almost bankrupt. It was almost bankrupt. Yeah. And I think they were only doing shows in like rural America. Yeah. They and, were doing the cage fighting. And he originally told Dana no. And then he goes and Dana convinced him and he goes, you know what? Just get me there, get my friend's tickets, and I'll do it for free. And he did that for about a year. And then he ended up becoming just the uh, commentator instead of which, just an interviewer. Which is hilarious that uh, that's his role. He didn't even know what the hell, how to he do didn't, that. He had no idea. And that's the same thing for Fear Factor. They This was a random show, just piloted, and they just approached him. Would you like to be the host of Fear Factor? And he, he was like, this is probably going to go nowhere, but yeah. It was one of the biggest blockbusters of its time. And Fear Factor, I would say, is almost <laughs> why he is a household name. Yeah. Um, as in, like, you'd share time with, like, your family watching it? Yeah. I yeah. mean, I, I would say if, if, you go to, if you go to most 45-year-olds and over and say, who was Joe Rogan, they'll yep. be like the Fear Factor guy. <clears throat> it's just crazy. It's incredible how he, he's had so many areas of success i mean comedy, yeah he hits he hits over and over he has probably the most loyal fan base ever and i'm not sure how it will be affected by now only being able to watch his new streams on spotify if the content doesn't change nothing mm. is going to change but Word is the reason why he switched over is because he essentially was um, getting frustrated. Too much and, time uh, spent. Coming at, what do you mean? As in he had to use his own time and money to distribute himself. No, he doesn't spend it. He makes money distributing well, he, himself. Well, that's because he makes money off the podcast, but he still, I mean, he still has to distribute himself. I don't know exactly what you mean by that. YouTube does that for him. But the problem is YouTube began pretty much censoring him. And for a guy who is not overly political, he was getting frustrated with, with YouTube's rules and guidelines. Well, it is pretty insane that uh, it's something that, I mean, we thought was not going to work during our April challenge is, I mean, at, at, points this man comes out with three out almost three hour episodes daily um or you know many. probably four episodes a week yeah so and the fact that those stream at like four hundred thousand to multiple million depending on who's on the show um it's incredible to see that he could reach that feat and it's new content like every other day well he has guests i mean and he's, just yeah, he has he's very knowledgeable it's a very not yeah it's a very learning experience podcast i mean this guy has astrophysicists he has nutritionists he has well, doctors because Elon it Musk. became a passion i mean he's kind of the podfather there's plenty of podfathers but he's one of them started almost 11 years ago the reason why he started was tom green which is funny and i mean he just he just has conversations that's it yeah, I mean, he essentially like talks about life and uh, the universe and like what's going on. And the, anyone who's a guest that has knowledge, he's trying to bring to us 
which is it's awesome. I mean, he's he's got comedians, he's got professionals. It just seems like it's. Uh, I mean, three hours. So we thought we were having trouble doing fifty minute episodes. Well, that's different. I mean, he he's having really good conversations. Yeah, and and he has a fan base, and he has fans and diverse areas Very i mean diverse. it just all comes together um i believe they estimated he made almost he makes roughly 30 40k an episode yeah i was looking at that when i first was in uh looking up like his uh, net worth and then i'm seeing a little bit more but in 2019 and 2020 it would make it's it would make sense that it's a little bit more i mean i think Obviously, even before this deal, this man signed a hundred million dollars for a multi-year deal with Spotify. Um, I think his revenue was probably reaching over fifty million, close to like maybe seventy-five. I mean, there were so many different ones. Yeah. Well, you're talking about revenues from all. Uh, oh yeah, everything. All, yeah. Okay, I got you. Yeah, the podcast alone makes him about two hundred thousand dollars a week, and that's on new content alone. So that's, what is that? That's that's about five million a year. Yeah, and so he's – I mean, that's only on new content, though. So now there's the, the old episodes that are still getting millions of streams. Uh, I mean – Well, those – I mean, yeah, you continuously get paid on that. It's almost like uh, you you own your masters for music. It's like similar. Yeah. Um, yes. But, I mean, it, it all accumulates, especially when you have a shit ton of episodes. But I don't know how many people are going back to episode, you know, 10 – 10 and watch well it. to have 190 million downloads on spotify i mean on um what was it uh maybe apple i forget i mean I, I hear you kid i'm trying to get 100 downloads yeah, a week. yeah. 270 <laughs> million it's like incredible it's incredible for someone yeah. who's in this field it's in he this guy is a legend he's a goat he isn't yeah he's an undisputed podfather yeah but well, i mean uh, I'd be careful there because I don't know if you know other people in the podcast industry, but I, yeah, there's people that actually Spotify pay more than him recently. But I mean, he's just been doing it 10, 11 years. Yeah. But he also has such a, a huge fan, but yeah, I mean, he's accumulated so much. Spotify is genius because they're going to make a ton of money off of this guy. Well, it seems like what Spotify is trying to do is trying to get into the podcasting world because, I mean, podcasts are increasing exponentially. Exponentially, so, yeah. Yeah, so uh, Spotify sees, of course, a revenue stream there, and yep. I, they're making their bet. Well, I, I mean, and they're winning. They're, they're doing it right. Um, and I don't know about that. I feel like Apple Podcasts may be – Beating from, them. from what I'm researching, they're currently not. But I don't, you know, it's there's so many different uh, areas to get your sources from. I guess it's it's, it's kind of correct, tough. which is why anyone who has a podcast has to ensure that they're everywhere. Yes, absolutely. Um, but I know in the last two years, Spotify alone has spent I think seven hundred million dollars in getting um, exclusive podcasts podcasters on their platform and they've paid someone double what they paid joe rogan who's that 
that was I had it was four of them. Spotify spent seven hundred million on getting four podcasts on their show. One is Gimlet and Anchor. That's the three hundred and forty million. They paid three hundred and forty million deal to Gimlet and Anchor. What is that? Business comedy? I mean, what the hell kind of podcast is that? Never heard of it. So it's kind of crazy. Yeah, I was. I, this is the first I was hearing it when I was looking it up. Um, which, which just goes to show you how actually unsaturated the market is currently. Yeah, I mean it's it's a great market to I guess attempt to get into right now. Right now is a good time to get into it. Uh, if you wait another year, it it probably would be more difficult. Yeah. But I think because of the amount of, uh, I don't know, it's Joe Rogan and Jamie. Jamie, I think, Vernon. It's two guys. that just, Yeah, pull it up, Jamie. Yeah, and it, two guys just rip through the show. He's the producer and he's the, <clears throat> he's the editor. Jamie does everything. Jamie, you know how they met? Um, well, he, he used to do the show with someone else and the guy dropped off. I wonder if he's well, tight right now. His name is uh, Brian. Brad. Red Band, yeah, Red Band. He, he was the he was the co-host though, so he was also on the show. Yeah, and then he probably was just like, you know, fuck this. Well, and then, they, they said he wasn't skilled or talented enough. That is funny and rude. It is a little rude, but I I think he was lacking equipment and the knowledge on how to use the equipment. But Jamie and uh, Rogan met apparently. This is another source I read on the internet. Jamie entered a Googling competition and came in 37th. Joe Rogan met him through that, and Jamie said, I'll work for you, if, and you only have to pay me in elk jerky and expired alpha brain. One of the He's products. so smart. Joe Rogan loves hunting. He loves elk, and, and yeah. he, got, he got his yeah. interest. Yeah, and, he got him instantly. Oh, smart, smart. Yeah, and Jamie has to be a very intelligent guy. He's running the show. I mean, he's producing the show. He's editing. Well, it, you know, I, I don't even think that takes – I mean, it takes a lot of skill, but it takes a lot of time. It's a oh, lot of patience. Yeah. And you got to know these programs. I mean, obviously, you need to know these editing programs. But I'm assuming it also takes talent to become in 37th in a Googling contest. It can't just be a contest for – for shits and giggles, I don't. Know. I, I see what you're saying, but I mean, who knows what the contest was? I would assume, yeah, I guess. So how quickly to find this exact information? But yeah, I don't know, because obviously he hits up Jamie. Hey, Jamie, pull it up. Boom, boom. Three seconds. He's got whatever topic. Well, well, that's because they've been working with each other so long that yeah. I mean, you 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 start to know what the other person's thinking, and if they're going to ask, pull that up. He already has it. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I guess they they kind of. They're definitely best friends now. I would imagine. They're, they're with yeah. each other three hours a day at least. Yeah. But I wonder how much of that 100 mil he's given Jamie. I was, Yeah, I was curious to – I'm very curious to know how much Jamie – How much would you this. give him? I guess I'd give him a, a fifth maybe, a tenth. <laughs> this guy has to get at least – a few can, million dollars. Yeah, yeah, I would say five to ten million. Uh, but also, I don't know if he's getting paid all up front. I highly doubt it. Oh, Rogan? Yeah, 
No, I don't think so. Yeah, yeah, I don't think so. Maybe there was a signing bonus, but what's I, what's yeah. interesting is he's taken mm-hmm. all his YouTube content down. Yeah, well, and yeah. I I watch his content via YouTube. Same, same. So I read. Well, one, I read that he has two YouTube accounts, which is pretty interesting. He has yeah, mini- he has he has mini- one with the shows, and then one he has many with clips. the clips, one with like the highlights. So and that's that's why he stopped going live. Well, essentially, people think he could be double dipping. But I mean, whatever. That's great. You may have found a way to make money off of shit you already created. That's actually hilarious and incredibly smart. It's I mean, yeah, it's amazing. It's another reason why I look up to Joe Rogan. I mean, he's a very intelligent guy, and he says whatever the hell he wants. Yeah. Well, if you have all that money, there's 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 no corporate to buy to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at that point, I mean. He's just doing. I mean, it's his. It's his show. So yeah, he, he says the same shit over and over. But what makes it amazing is that it's always his on opinion. Point. It's always on point, and it's always his opinion. And it, he doesn't care if you're if you think differently. It's 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 incredible. Well, he wants to hear perspectives and yeah. speak in uh, in a respectful manner. What's What's interesting with podcasting, and I guess you could throw social media in there, but. I guess I, I would say more podcasting is podcast news is becoming more real news, like a more realistic source. Oh, yeah, like instead of a major channel like Fox, you're saying? Correct. Mm-hmm. So instead of hopping on CNN and Fox where it's biased, yes. you can have an individual come on like Joe Rogan or Joe Rogan has an individual come on, and when they talk for two hours, that is unfiltered information that can be clarified in the moment and is like filled with spontaneity. So it's, yeah, it's like real. It's not scripted on. It's on. It's on the yeah. screen. Yeah, it's not like so, your eyes are to the screen. And so reading. that becomes the news, and that's what mm-hmm. I think was frustrating Joe Rogan is. I think he was stating how his recent show with Elon Musk had eight million views, and he felt like that should have had 50 million views but youtube shadow bans it yeah well he's which, at 32 million now i guess i have no no more to say about that yet. yeah that's the that's his highest streaming episode ever yeah i was just watching the one with uh him and kevin hart the other day yeah that's i i, I don't know if he's been on more than once but i saw one with kevin hart I mean, He's been on twice. Yeah. So, so because we're you know I'm working remotely, I'm not working in the city. I'm not listening to his shows because I'm not commuting. However, this past week I've put on two episodes he had this past week, and that was Kevin Hart and Tony Hawk. And Tony Hawk is the man. Tony Hawk is the absolute man. I just With, saw a viral video on him as well of him going in the pool. No, this was something totally different. So if you have a story about it, you tell me. Oh, uh, a viral video went out the other day where he snuck into uh, a community uh, mm. with his kids and there was like a pool, but it was drained. So he was skating the pool. That's fantastic. And, yeah. And all of a sudden, the community manager comes out and he's like, that's fucking Tony Hawk. I know Tony Hawk when I see him. And then the whole community was just watching him skate. That's pretty insane. Uh, yeah, he, that's he put a post up. 
It's something it, you'd do in like a 1990 skate movie. You skate inside a pool that's not even filled. Well, that's what he was laughing at is he put up a post and he was like, you know, back in the 90s, I'd, yeah. get, arrested, I'd get arrested for this. Oh, he's like, now, this, <laughs> yeah, he's like, this he's is the it. only thing fame is good for. Yeah, you could do whatever you want. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, and Tony, bro, he is, man, he is the man. Yeah, he's a great guy. He's a great guy. The viral video I just saw of him was, I think, uh, a kid wanted to give him a skateboard and he gave it to the mailman thinking he could somehow deliver it to him. The mailman, Oh, that one too. Yeah. Yeah. The mailman made a a video in a TikTok and Tony Hawk saw it and is now sending him Tony. It's crazy. Tony Hawk seems like a great guy. Yeah. I saw, I was watching sports center and they had the kids and Tony Hawk on live, like talking to each other. It was, it was actually a little awkward. Well, it's, Really? It's weird because Tony Hawk's first fans were little. I was little and I love Tony Hawk. So I'm assuming they have to be new little kids unless people followed him throughout his career. I mean, I haven't watched Tony Hawk in so long. Well, yeah, that's why it was awkward is because it didn't seem like they were Tony Hawk fans. I was going to, yeah, I was, I was, I'm thinking little kids are not probably really Tony Dude, Hawk fans. They, they were like eight and 11. Yeah, it's probably too new, and he's too. I mean, I don't want to say irrelevant, but he's he doesn't skate in competitions much anymore. So I don't. It's. I mean, like, he's still probably. If you skate, you have to know him from the video yes. games. Oh, without a doubt. And they're still relevant. Regardless, you got to know who Tony Hawk is. It, it makes sense, but it it was just it was actually very cringy to watch. That's interesting. I'm uh, surprised it worked out that way because usually he was very good around kids. That's what. Oh, he's great around kids, but like when the kid, like when they were asking the kids the question, like, "Oh, why are you a Tony Hawk fan?" They're like, "I don't know." Like it was just, I would, I would be pro skated three. It was, yeah. <laughs> Tony Hawk pro skated three. The schoolyard, the alley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Playing a horse. The hangar. <laughs> oh man, but uh, I guess Tony Hawk is a goat in his craft, the same way Joe Rogan's the goat in his craft. Oh, yeah. I mean, we could do an episode on Tony Hawk. Yeah, I mean, he changed the game of skating. And, I'm a, I mean, Joe Rogan, I think, is currently changing the game of podcast. I mean, he's got this huge deal. that This is – I think this is crazy. It's the, I mean, some think he should have stayed on his own because he would have eventually made more money. But I just – I just well, – I, I think partnering obviously made sense. I don't know about that. I even sent you the video of Gary Vee. He predicted it where – you know, once you have all this attention, eventually you're going to monetize it and mm-hmm. and it's, you're going to make it exclusive. And the only way you're going to do that is essentially being bought out. Being um, partner, yeah, bought out, yep. yeah. The, the question becomes, do you want to sell out? Because that is the image that you're going to portray. People by, think he sold out, yeah. Yeah. I don't and, want that image for him because I think he's doing everything right. I don't care. I still think he's got he's going to do his show the way he wants. So I'm not, I'm not hating on him at all for this. No, although I'll, I mean, well, this is why Spotify did the deal, right? I don't use mm-hmm. Spotify or have or or have Spotify yet. I'm on Spotify. We're on Spotify. Oh yeah, I have. I that's why I mainly listen to uh, podcasts now on Spotify. Yeah, if I have to now use Spotify, that is exactly why Spotify paid him a hundred m. Absolutely, absolutely, and Spotify I think only added podcasting onto their platform five years ago. Very recent, yeah. and. I mean, the reason why this news is so big is because 
after this news broke, I wouldn't be surprised if fucking 20,000 podcasts started up in the past week. Exactly. I mean, even, yeah, I mean, it's clear. I mean, this guy is very successful in this craft. That probably would inspire anybody in any field. But uh, also, yeah, Spotify's stock rose, I think, like 8% the second this was announced. Oh, that, that makes sense. I'm actually upset about that. Me too. I was, th- I was like, damn. I mean, that would have been nice, but it's only going to Spotify. I mean, Spotify is only going to, I think, increase in the next 10 years. It's only going to get, it's going to, I think it's taken over. I don't know why. I just feel like it is. It's like giving Apple, I think, a run for its money. I don't know numbers, but obviously they're moving. They're clearly moving. Well, from our podcast, Apple podcast has about a 60-30 ratio. Uh, ratio towards what? What do you mean? 60% of our users come from Apple. Oh, oh, come oh. from from Spotify. Yeah, okay. Right, I wasn't sure what you meant. Dude. I tell you what, though. Spotify is instantaneous when you upload. Where Apple, mm-hmm. I got to wait 24 hours like a jerk off. Yeah, I still don't understand that. Um, I guess... Yeah, it's me tight. Well, uh, iTunes was the last of the platforms we joined, so... Yeah, and it was the most fucking annoying. Yeah, well, we we got there, and they added us to uh, other countries that we didn't even aware they were doing. Um, which I guess relates to Joe Rogan going to Spotify. He's losing countries that his podcast was in that Spotify is not in. Interesting. Yeah, I was reading that because I guess people watch it. I mean, I watch him on YouTube, like you said. Uh, it's nice to see his guests because he's always got outstanding uh, celebrities or well-rounded, knowledgeable people. So I always watch him on YouTube. Yeah, I mean, a couple of couple of weeks ago, I was spitting some quantum physics yeah. <laughs> uh, info, and that was pretty much Joe Rogan. Yeah, yeah, he's got some of the best, some of the best uh, guests, and you know, I guess we're trying to get the best guests for our show as well. Hey, what though? If you are listening, you are the best. We appreciate you. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Build the Empire podcast on Joe Rogan. On Joe Rogan, one of my favorites, a guy I look up to. Yes, sir. I'm out. I'm going to finish this bottle of uh, Pinot Grigio, and I'll see y'all on Monday. We'll see you guys on Monday. I just want to leave you with a quote that I love from Joe Rogan real Drop quick. Drop it. Drop it. One of the most fascinating lessons I've absorbed like about life like is that the struggle is good. The struggle is good, ladies and gentlemen. Fight through it. Live on. I don't like struggles, but yeah. <laughs>